0: Welcome to Field Notes by AgChoice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an AgChoice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. I'm Rachel Sattison and with me today is Jane Clement-Smith, Executive Director of Feeding Pennsylvania. During this time of Thanksgiving, we're grateful for the role of food banks for helping our neighbors in need. Jane, thanks for joining me today to discuss Feeding Pennsylvania.
1: Thank you, Rachel. So uh, excited to be here.
0: So for our listeners who are unfamiliar with Feeding Pennsylvania, could you please share about the program and its role in reducing hunger and food insecurity across the Commonwealth? Sure. So uh, Feeding Pennsylvania is the state association of
1: Feeding America food banks. There are nine of them across the Commonwealth and we cover all 67 counties. Um, I think sometimes there is a little bit of confusion between a food bank and a food pantry. So um, the nine food banks that I represent are like large distribution centers. We're, We're big warehouses, we take in a ton of food And then we rely on partners, agencies, um, which would be pantries, soup kitchens, shelters to distribute food to the clients in need. So within our network, there are about 3,000 of those partners spread across Pennsylvania. So Feeding Pennsylvania works on behalf of these large distribution centers um, to advocate for policies that support the people that we serve, to fundraise um, for those food banks. Um, to continue the programs that we serve, and also um, food raising, which, you know, is kind of a newer concept, but working as a network to ensure that we get um, access to the most nutritious food that, you know, we can offer to the folks in need. So um, we do everything from nutrition education with our food banks um, to working with them um, on on collective policies and so on and so forth. So um, we really are a a network network. and then as feeding pennsylvania and we are a separate nonprofit from feeding america but we are um you know like a sister organization so we also work with the larger national organization and there are 200 of those food banks nationwide so um it, it's quite a network and allows us to to really work together um on best practices and best ways of doing things um
0: for the clients really that we serve Thanks, Jane. Some really important work being done there. So we know that the COVID-19 pandemic has certainly impacted Pennsylvania communities this year. What has been that impact on the charitable charitable food network within our state?
1: Sure. So um, prior to COVID-19, our food banks were serving around 1.4 to 1.5 million Pennsylvanians annually. I think the the biggest uh, shock to everyone was how quickly the pandemic hit Pennsylvania and um, how quickly, you know, because of um, some of the measures that were being taken to mitigate the, the virus, so many people were left unemployed overnight. And um, so I, I think, you know, like we say, um, you know, we have, the people that we we find struggle with all sorts of of different things in in staying employed but these were people that were full-time employees um and overnight lost their jobs and yet their bills were still coming the mortgage still needs to be paid insurance car insurance food and so um you know we saw this drastic climb almost 2 million people filing for unemployment um so Um, I think quickly, you know, you find when you're paying all these bills, um, and and this is the case for most people that face food insecurity, food is kind of the last thing, you know, on on the bills that need to be paid, yet food is obviously essential for life. Um, So we saw um, the lines growing longer. Um, We saw people, like I said, who have never experienced food insecurity before and, and, and really unsure of how the network works. Um, and I think also kind of embarrassed in a lot of ways, you know, like that's really not for me. I, I've never needed support like that before. Um, so, so on the client side, you know, it was a whole new ballgame of like how do we respond to this drastic increase in need. Um, but then also for the food banks, it was looking at the way we do business, the, the, the employees that we have who obviously have families and making sure that we're keeping them safe volunteers, and then our, our work um, places, you know. So a, a lot of the food banks ended up renting extra space to do this kind of work, um, to try to socially distance volunteers and employees. Um, and then the typical model of, of coming to get food at a food pantry is, is what we call a choice model. So it's, it's like similar to going to a grocery store. You walk through and you're able to pick out the items um, that you'd like to take. Well, you know, in the beginning stages of this um, and and trying to, you know, minimize the amount of people in close contact, we moved to a boxing method. So we were looking for more shelf-stable items and creating a food box that would allow someone to drive through, no touch, pop the trunk, and and put these boxes through. Um, And and so, you know, the challenge, again, with space, with sourcing enough of the food and then with um, the logistics of having sometimes thousands of people in cars lined up, you know, in a city like Pittsburgh, um, you know, it, it was a ton of coordination, I, I think, and it was um, rapid fire coordination. So it, it took a lot of working with um, state agencies, local Um, government officials and, uh, and then, you know, obviously working within our network together to kind of, and it really is trial and error. I mean, I I think the word unprecedented has probably been overused, but I I can't think of a better word, you know, like nobody could have anticipated these things happening. And, um, you know, we're on the front lines, you know, talking to people and, um, you know, obviously, we're not um, bulletproof when it comes to the virus, so it was uh, kind of, a, a, like I said, trial and error, um, and, a, and a huge investment to ensure the health and safety of our staff as well as the, the people who are coming to receive the food.
0: Wow, certainly, certainly, big impacts, um, but important work, and appreciate sure. all the work from you and, and all of your, you know, all the workers out there that are making making that happen. If I could
1: just, too, like to put it in perspective, and I, I always think this like blows my mind, um, you know, like I said, you know, we served uh, 1.5 million Pennsylvanians annually, but during the first three months of the pandemic, we served 5 million Pennsylvanians.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, you know, it it really was, um, and I, you know, I in May, I was fortunate enough I, I live um closer to the Philadelphia area but um I, I drove across the state to Westmoreland County and was able to be there for one of the distributions and um it, it it there is nothing like it. You know, you see it on television and and I I have my job is to talk about these things, but to be there and see the folks, I mean, we, it, and it runs the gamut. So you, you, I saw folks who were clearly living out of their car. And mm. then I also saw the ones who you could just see, like they had never done it before. They're almost embarrassed. The one, I, I remember a, a one lady rolled down her window and, and handed a, a $5 bill and said, I'm making a donation. I have never had to do this before, but my unemployment check still hasn't come. And I, I feel guilty taking this but I'm at the end of my rope I I have nothing left in my house and so um, you know it it was highly emotional I think for everyone involved Um, and and I think that's something you kind of miss when you see the news stories and you see the lines Mm -hmm. I mean it really
0: was um, a a truly uh, incredible moment for all of us yeah thanks for sharing that so Ag choice recently made a significant contribution to feeding Pennsylvania on behalf of our member owners and their employees during this time. Could you share how those funds will be used and the expected impact that they will have?
1: Yeah, we're really excited it, it, they made an extremely generous donation um, that will be targeted to the food banks um, that that are in the, the their territory and um you know I think um something that separates you know, uh, some of the food banks that I work with uh, um, aside is that they, we've, we've put a lot of effort into increasing the amount of healthy and nutritious food that we offer to our clients. And, um, you know, Pennsylvania being a, a, an agriculturally rich commonwealth, um, we do a lot of work with farmers and processors. And so in working um, on, on this donation, it was decided that these funds would be for Pennsylvania ag products. And, and we have actually a director of ag partnership. Um, we're lucky in Pennsylvania to have an agricultural surplus system um, where we are able to source things like meat and dairy and produce and so and eggs. And so, um, so yeah, so this um, very generous donation comes at a great time right before the holidays and will be used to source more of those Pennsylvania ag products um so that people have access to fresh and and
0: food and nutritious food grown right here in in our own state. Thanks Jane. So with Thanksgiving just a few days away, could you share with our listeners what you are thankful for this season along with anything else you'd <laughs> like to cover here today? <laughs> Well,
1: um you know, not to be corny, but I really am grateful for um for all of our donors of course i mean we we couldn't do any of this without uh the generosity of of so many um and, and i and I'd be remiss not to mention our um our legislators on both the state and federal levels who who stepped up to the plate with funding um for all of that um kind of work, but um you know, I have two daughters. And um and I am more more grateful than ever for um daycare and childcare um workers who, who are making it so that I can continue to do this great work. So um, you know, it, it has been a trying year I think for everyone, but when you really focus on um how we came together as a as a country to help those who were having uh, you know, were we're being impacted in negative ways by this um i i think we, we've done pretty well so
0: um you know grateful to uh to be part of that jane thanks so much for joining our podcast today and you know we really feel the work of feeding pennsylvania is critically important in this season you know we are especially thankful for the role of the entire food system and helping our neighbors in need from the farmers to the food banks and we thank you for your part in that
1: Yes. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by AgChoice posted at agchoice.com podcast.